Maybe just yawned midway no, through. No, because Scott pressed the record button with like a massive like. <laughs> that now I'm just. I sorry, yeah. But hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to a very sleepy. Oh my god! Honestly, if I, if, I make, if I make it through this episode, I will be so impressed with myself. Um. How's your week been? I've got cold. Oh, she's got the lurking. I'm trying to put on, I'm trying to put on the nose voice. <laughs> no, I'd actually, it's not that bad for me. It was just like, just like for a bit meh, without having a cold. It's definitely got to that time of year, I feel like, when everyone just feels run down. Everyone mm. just wants to sleep all the time, especially if, like the early nights maybe. Yeah, like on the Uber on the way over here. Actually, no, the Bolt on the way over oh. here. Because Uber <laughs> was charging me 15 quid. And yeah. I was like, absolutely not. Sorry, when did Uber get expensive? That expensive? Literally, it's like, a, it's not a golden carriage hunt. It's well, actually like, an Uber. It's Toyota's Prius. Yeah, last week when I went to Lydia's, the Uber was charging me, what, it was like 20 or something, mm. wasn't it? For a 20 minute drive. Pound a minute. I mean, that, when you put it like that, it doesn't sound too bad. But also, compared to what but, Uber is, the yeah. Uber's prices, like, come on, hun. Normally, it's like eight pounds? Yeah, like eight or nine pounds. Yeah. Maybe a tenner or like peak time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but like, the Bolt was like 6.50. I was like, boom. Oh God, Bolt is so good. They've always got offers as well. Yeah, I was like, because it was like 50% off. I have heard some dodgy things about them, but I was like, okay, but £6.50. I you can't argue with that, really, can you? I can't argue with that. So I and you shared your journey with me, so I, I was did. watching you. <laughs> well, because I've never done it before, and it's pretty dark outside. <laughs> it's fine, I was watching you. Well, exactly. You we're actually, we're yeah. going to be in a meeting. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I just think it's... it's proper, like, the coldness has actually come now. Mm, Although, on no. Tuesday, it was boiling. It was so hot. Like, I, w- I went to a few events in London, and I was, like, got out of my shirt on. I was, like, I make myself look nice. Like, yeah. go a bit fancy. Um, and I was, like, take my trench coat, like, be the fashionista oh, I wish I was. You are, you are. Stepped outside, and I was, like, I am sorry, what is this heat? Like, are we in August again? <laughs> Honestly, this is global warming for us. I was actually, like, sweating my makeup off on the tube on the way to work yesterday. Yeah, like, and also, I... Got on the Victoria line back to Victoria Ugh. from Oxford Street, and like, I expected it to be busy, which mm. didn't bother me. But like the amount of people that weren't wearing masks as well, mm. and like I feel like it's got to that stage now where everyone sort of comes to this agreement where like if it's not busy, they won't bother wearing. Yeah. Anything. But like if it's busy, like if it was like this tube Chopper. was rammed. Yeah. And I had like three bags with me. <laughs> And I was Excuse like, me, I need seats for my bags, people. I was just like, I'm sweating. Like I could feel like the sweat Ooh. coming out of my skin. And I was like, get me home to a shower now. Because it was just not nice. I, that I do not miss. No. And I've, I've, I can't believe that it's just almost gone back to that as well. Yeah. And like, because I got on the tube about maybe like half six-ish. And obviously that kind in of In the evening. Like, yeah. Not in the morning. Please, I'm so fast asleep at that time. <laughs> um, and it was just, it did feel like normality. And I was mm. sort of looking around. I had my mask on because it was busy. And I was just like, literally, probably an eighth of the people in the carriage was wearing a mask. Like, literally, oh. it was hardly anyone. And I was just there, tucked in the corner, like, <gasps> trying to breathe through it. Oh, my God. Yeah, literally, like, now, especially as I have my cold this week, I've been like, okay, I have to wear my mask. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's when you're like, no, don't be a dick. Like, put your mask on. Like, <laughs> like, come on, you've got a cold. Yeah. Like, you are literally now spreading your germs everywhere. <laughs> you so are being one of them. Sorry, Scott, but, it's like... Fine. 
I hit my germs. <laughs> Give them to me, please. Uh, can, can I have some wine, please? It's been yes, like five yes. minutes. Move on. Um, so I don't. Oh, wait, no, I recognise that logo. Uh, yeah, so do I. I don't know if we've had this one or we've had a different we've version. We've definitely had that brand, it. but I don't know if we've had that. <clears throat> was it? A... I feel like it was a white one we had. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, we definitely had this brand. It was a nice brand, though. Yeah, okay, so it's the Doctor's Rose. Oh, this is what yeah. the doctor ordered. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, as if you knew. Tagline for this week's episode there, sorted. Rosé is exactly what the doctor ordered. Just oh, because again. I poured my glass first. Fucking rude. It's hard to breathe all over this I one. It's fine. Okay, now I'm getting a bit hot. I just really want the germs. <laughs> Bigger for your immune system. Oh, nice and cold. Okay, cheers. Oh, it's got a bit of um, sharpness. Yeah. <laughs> Let me um, see what it says. Yes, because I remember reading this bit. From splitting the atom to bungee jumping, New Zealanders mm. have led the way. Yeah. It doesn't really say anything about... Oh, ah, uh, this is why, I think. Um, the result is a lower alcohol. Lower alcohol. I missed that. What the fuck are you doing? It's 9.5. I'm so sorry. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> um, impeccably structured with a flavour explosion of fresh strawberries and red cherries with just a hint of herbs. I don't know why. It is very sharp. I mean, I wouldn't put cherries with like oregano or whatever they put in this. But cherries? Do you mean chilies? No, cherries. Oh, they said chilies. With a hint of herbs. Mm. But um, it's okay. Yeah. It's alright. Look, we'll it's, it's not the best you've ever had, but you know. No. It's it'll do. I do like the little picture. <laughs> of I the love. Man I do the like bike. the branding. The branding yeah. is very good. We all for branding. Mm-hmm. Um, let's jump straight in. Drag race. What did you think? Well, we watched it together after we recording did. last week's episode. Um, yeah, it was it was nice. I liked it. I feel like we were, we said exactly what we thought because we were there last. We were together. Yeah. But no, I enjoyed it. I think yeah, the second song was far better than the first. Yeah, and like this is why I just love a ballad. <laughs> like I'm a big fan of ballads. Yeah, I mean, I loved um, like last year when they did the up tempo one. Yeah. That really worked because it was just so good. But yeah, this one was just a pain in the ass. Charity case, Scarlet Harlot, not very good, were they? I know. And I'm really sorry for Scarlet because <laughs> no. you just see it and it was written all over her face. Yeah. And it's like, come on, hon, like, yeah. put it out the bag a little bit. Yeah, like, it was like one mistake, okay, but then to carry on, keep on doing it, which is, it, which is their point. Isn't you could see, like, it literally just knocked her. Yeah. And that was literally. But she was like, oh my god, I've forgotten it. And it's like, yeah. Literally, literally you she might have like, stood there and been like, nah. Yeah, like, you literally <laughs> have to. I'm sorry, I'm really getting cold again. I can't control my temperature. <laughs> But you know, I'm enjoying. Um, I watched Michelle on um, uh, Celebrity Golden Box the other day. Oh, well, I need to watch that. She is was it good? good. She was good. Yeah, bless her. Oh, I, need I love to watch her. That. Her and Graham Norton, they were good. And Leanne is on it this week. Yes, and she looks incredible. Yeah. In what the... is the challenge this week? Is acting. I think it is. And you were saying you wanted an acting challenge the other day. I know. They listened. Putting things out in the universe that manifest. I can't believe that's what we've manifested for our lives. I'm still waiting for my million pounds to come through, but that's fine. <laughs> Zach Efron, where are you? <laughs> um, um, no, yeah, it was, neither of them went home, and it was just it is what it is. Like, I do think, though, Charity Case is getting a bit big for her boots. Yeah, there was a slight arrogance. Yeah, and I was like, no, don't do that. Because yeah. I, quite, I was quite like warming up to her. Yeah. And then I saw that last week and I was like, oh, maybe not. Yeah. And also, like, I get that she was like, I have nothing silver, but like, you literally look like Dorothy 
neck decks like the robot the tin men like yeah. it, was, it was literally just so random and it was just like i just think oh i know one was like okay she doesn't have anything silver okay so let's rebrand let's do all, all white all pink yeah. like I don't, something that they've all got yeah because it's just like then you you're making her look stand out and it doesn't make any it doesn't serve any of you to do that yeah, and it was like, like you said, Dorothy went around Tin Man's families for tea or something. Yeah, literally. Right. It just didn't, like, it didn't work for any of them and just let them down. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's fine. Do you think as well, like, I saw someone say something the other day, how, like, we sort of said, we sort of preempted this a little bit before it started. Like, with Drag Race, like, it is just what it is. Yeah, I think also, like, yeah, like last year it was just so... This most recent series has been so good, and now it's just like nothing can ever top that. Yeah, like I think they peaked already. Yeah, they have peaked. There's just nothing new to it. No, like I think also the only thing that was new was like Victoria Scone coming in. Yeah, because that was like a different <clears throat> element of drag. But even then, obviously she's gone and not through her own fault. Yeah, but but it's weird because like I was thinking the other day, like when it comes to like um. America's Drag Race, mm. like, I don't feel that with that. Oh, well, it's stale. Yeah, like, every new series, I'm, like, there for it kind of thing. Oh, really? And I feel like with this one, I'm just like, yeah. But there is no I'll one that's, it. like, standing out for me. I think that's the thing. No, there's no one I'm like, oh, my God, they're so interesting. They're so unique. They're so, like... Mm. I just feel like they're carbon copies of things we've seen before, maybe. Yeah. Like, I do really like them all. I do think they're amazing. But I don't know. It doesn't have that, like, pow... I just think that it should have been the time between this epi- uh, yeah, series. Yeah, they should have left, left it like a proper year. Yeah, like leave it to at least January next year or something. Mm. Kick off the new year with a new track race mm. or something like that. Like, I think it was just too close with everything. Like, because mm. yeah. you're still hearing so much about the yeah, like Bimini and Lawrence and stuff, like releasing their books and everything. And it's just yeah, like you they don't have the time to shine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, like they don't get their own like stage. No, they don't. But some people do get their own stage. <laughs> oh, what a segue. <laughs> Moving on simply to Strictly. Mm. Um, what did you think of last week's series? Good. Uh, it yeah, was very I good. I enjoyed it. it. Um, the kiss. Oh, my gosh. Well, it wasn't a kiss. Okay. It was, oh, it was something. It was something, something. It's hard, isn't it? Because it is like... Oh, but we should clarify between Adia. 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 Oh, oh. Well, that's their couple name. <laughs> Adam and Katya. We're doing their Argentine tango, which is obviously like, is it Argentine tango, wasn't it? Yeah. Which is notoriously a very heated dance. Yeah, like it is very intimate. It is very sexual. Sexual? <laughs> but that does not mean you have to kiss the partner. And they literally got so close, their lips practically touched. It was the fact that like, I think Adam sort of done that like pout, as if like he was going to it and then he was like, shit, no, no, no. Draw the lips mm, back in. Yeah. <laughs> it was very, I couldn't tell if it was like a publicity did you notice it on the show, or did you notice I it after people it, were saying it? I watched it on Sunday, so I'd already seen the clips. Ah, uh, so, so yeah, I, really I didn't knew, notice I it when I was watching it. What first? Oh yeah, because you watched it. Live. Yeah, because mm-hmm. for the first time I watched it live. No. Um, and yeah, like, I didn't really notice that, but then mm-hmm. it was just because I was either I probably looked away for two seconds or something. Yeah, no, but, but I think yeah, it definitely. And then obviously his girlfriend um, did that whole TikTok about it, mm. which I found really interesting because I was like the whole thing. I don't know, it just felt like, okay, either, like, literally there was nothing to it and it was purely just in the dance or, like, it's part of, like, a bigger plot of, like, publicity promo to keep Adam in. 
Yeah, because I did. I've seen some stuff as well. Like um, someone who I work with wrote a piece today about whether he and um, Adam and Katia had like upset the producers in some way, or like because it just seems to be a weird. Uh, what do you mean? So I didn't. I didn't read the piece fully because obviously I was had a busy. very busy day. Um, but it was just that they like pissed off the producers, or like something was happening behind the scenes backstage with mm. them both. Oh. Uh. And I do think you can see that maybe was a it chemistry. Bit. Yeah, but is it more that they're like when I say falling around, I don't mean like in that way. Mm. I mean as in like they're just not taking it seriously. But then I'm also like, but I feel like they are. Yeah. But I do think when they do dance, it does seem almost not like as I don't know. It's hard because I was gonna say it's not as committed, but they I are. Just, I don't know. I've just the only thing I don't like is the whole like narrative around. Catcher being like the womanizer, like that I don't like because it's like no, come on, there's this yeah, because it's the whole thing of like oh well, you know, it happened a couple couple of years ago, ago, so so. it's all her fault, and it's like if it is happening, it's two consenting adults. Like let's like stop that narrative now. Yeah, like Catcher hasn't done anything wrong if it is the case. I mean, and I I, because Adam put up the thing didn't he about like gossip is gossip, like you're adding that you could potentially ruin uh, not only like my family but like my career and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, I get it to a certain extent. I was like, because obviously, if that was completely innocent, mm. I get it. Like, yeah. it just was poor angle from the cameraman. Yeah. Oh, great angle from the cameraman. cameraman. <laughs> 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 exactly, that's the point. It's like, you can't, like... I'm sorry if I'm just literally going to say what you're going to say. But, like, okay, gossip is gossip. But people don't gossip if there's nothing to gossip about. Yeah. Like, don't blame everyone else for ruining your marriage or your family or your kids or, like, whatever. Like, no, hun. You have to take full ownership for that. Mm-hmm. People can say exactly what they want. You can still decide whether you kiss someone or not. Yeah, and do you know what? I haven't. I don't think they've been on It Takes Two this week. Um, mm. But I really, I don't know. They might be on it tonight, actually. Um, but I'm wondering whether they'll say anything about it. Mm, I don't know. Because Ryland hosts it, doesn't he? If it's tonight, it'll be Jeanette. Oh, they just <clears> like alternate. Yeah, so I think Ryland does Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays, and Jeanette does Thursdays and. Uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Oh, okay. I didn't see what I really Also, can we just take a quick minute? Because I don't know if you watch It Takes Two. No, I don't. Um, but Jeanette is absolutely bloody killing it. Is she doing well? Oh, my God. Like, so good. And obviously, she looks incredible. Like, oh, I yeah. need to find out who her stylist is because Did they you? are, honestly, the outfits. Aww. And she, she just looks incredible. I just... I love I love Strictly, but the fact that it is literally on there every day, and there's a podcast. Like I'm like guys. Yeah, I draw the line at the podcast. <laughs> yeah, mainly because it's Joe Sog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> like if someone else is hosting it, I might be more inclined. Actually, I would be more inclined if someone else was hosting it. Yeah. Like, like if someone like Jeanette was hosting it, I'd listen probably. Or like they brought back on Tuesday night, Flavia. Do you remember Flavia? There was the yeah, I wasn't really into Strictly. Them. I know who she is. Um, like get her to do it. Yeah, or just like someone cool. Michelle Visage. Oh! <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah, I've listened to that yeah. all day, every day. Yeah, exactly. Is it a daily podcast or is it just a weekly Oh, I really hope not. Come on. It must there's, be a weekly There's not one. that much to talk about. And to edit it together and get it no, out. No, I think it's just once a week. Yeah. They, there is actually not that much. This is what I mean. Like, I love Strictly, but there's not that much. But also, another thing, Laura and Giovanni have broken up. Apparently. I'm really sad about this. I know. Like, I was really rooting for them to stick yeah, it out. I was like, what an attractive couple. <laughs> and like, also, like, I love that it was everyone found out because he they both deleted all their Instagrams of each other. Of each other. Which I found really sad. I just think that's a bit of a savage thing to do. Yeah. Unless they, like, mutually agreed Agreed. we're going to do this. Yeah, which, but even then it's just like, that's sad. 
like it's just like I get obviously in our world of not being mm. famous um one day mm-hmm. um like you don't really want like maybe your ex sort of all over your Instagram mm. feed or whatever but yeah. I get like deleting it after a time mm. but to announce your breakup that way right. <laughs> like oh yeah wow. <laughs> yeah it is just weird and I'm like I love and the things that I love Rose and Giovanni obviously they're not together but like I don't think they are together no, I don't I think see. I can see that there's like a real like connection there but I don't think it's like a I see it more much more as like a a big brother and little sister, sister kind yeah. of relationship, not a yeah. And intimate. I don't, and I don't. I think yeah. I think they're just the way they are together is get very like jokey and like teasing yeah. each other sort of thing, but not in, like a sexual teasing way. Oh my God, could you have imagined more around Giovanni's babies? Like, I mean, we saw yeah. that. Sorry, <laughs> I mean, I thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, they would be beautiful. They'd be beautiful, but obviously, it is what it is. It is what it is, and. Yeah, I still love him all the time. Yeah. Him. One thing we do not like. Oh my and god! I am furious. This is awful. About is Tilly Ramsey put up a post today, um, basically saying saying to everyone to be kind, and it came off of the. Back. And this is the one time I actually like when people say be kind because this yeah. is actually bloody bullshit. Yeah, this was something else. So let me just quickly find it. So she. Um, up a post and a statement which said, I tried not to read and listen to comments and negativity, however recently being called out on a national radio station by a 67 year old man is a step too far. Um, Steve, please be, please feel free to voice your opinions however I draw the line at commenting on my appearance. It's such a shame that someone is trying to make such a positive experience negative. This isn't the first and definitely won't be the last comment made about my appearance and I accept that and I'm learning to accept myself. But please remember that words can hurt, and at the end of the day, I'm only 19, and I'm so grateful for all the amazing opportunities opportunities I've been able to take part in, and I understand that being in the public eye obviously comes with its own repercussions, and I've been aware of this from a young age. However, I won't tolerate people that think it's okay to publicly comment and scrutinise anyone's weight and appearance. Well Um, said. And what was the guy's name, Steve? I don't know what his surname is. Um... But I don't even know what radio show it was hosting. LBC. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. And I saw it, because it, it was mentioned at work, and obviously we wrote about it. Mm. And, oh, it just makes me so angry. Yeah. Like, it was basically, he was commenting on her weight, and... Called her, like, a little bit chubby. He called her a chubby little thing. That's it. Which is contradictory. Um, it's not... But, and this is the thing, like, obviously, calling anyone chubby is just... It's whatever. Like, no... Mm. But, like, chubby little thing. That sounds so oh, derogatory. Yeah. Yeah. And also, chubby and little are literally, like, opposing words that doesn't actually make sense. But that's not the point. The point <laughs> is that it's disgusting. And that, like, I think Tilly seems, like, so... Not that anyone should be called it, but Tilly especially seems so lovely and so, like, warm. And, and like, for, like, a celebs kid, you could expect them to be a bit Brooklyn Beckhamish, like, a bit of a knob. And, like, whereas she seems to really work hard, like, they seem to all have a kid that quite a good, like, ethos of, like, hard work and stuff that Gordon and, like, is it Tanya? Yeah. Yeah, they seem to have, like, instilled in them. And I just think it's really sad that, like, yeah, she's actually 19 and being called, like, chubby on a fucking national radio station is so embarrassing. Like, what has that got to do with anything? Like, yeah, like, why does weight have to come into it? Yeah, I don't why know. Why does appearance have to come into it? I don't know it? why, like, why he said it, like, in what context he was saying it, but I, I don't... he was saying, like, he didn't enjoy her... 
performances and it's getting dull or something like that along those lines. And then that's when he sometimes like she's just a little chubby thing or whatever. The yeah. Was. Um, and like it was just so uncalled for, like the whole thing. Oh, I hate that word as well. It's just like. I mean, LBC's known for like crying. Yeah, it? but I, no, I what I really liked about Tilly is that. She isn't a size six, mm. but she's not big. She's just normal size. Like, and I find that was really nice that for someone so young, that it wasn't someone like stick thin. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually really nice that just like a normal body shape that mm-hmm. she looks like so many girls our age. Yeah, and you know it's not a bad thing, but just the way he said it is really bad. Like yeah. I really like she's on the show and she's not like. I, I didn't listen to how like his tone of voice or anything like that just because I was like I can't even no, I engage watch. with this clip um, but I just yeah it's just it's vile like it's mm. so vile to to sit there behind a bloody microphone and basically to like personally attack someone like, like that like you're only 70 years old and you think it's okay to like call out a teenager I just because she's a teenager she is yeah and I just don't get why does weight have to come into it why does appearance have mm. to come into it I mean, like, you don't even know this girl. Yeah. You do not know her. And even if you're your best friend, like, why would you be called... Like, you know, it's just, like, it's just a horrible thing to call someone. It and is. it's not... Like, it's not true. She's gorgeous. She's stunning. And she'll have a far better career than you will have bloody Steve from LBC that no one gives a fuck about. Mm. Literally. Mm, should we move on? Another thing that we... <laughs> that links I'm not laughing, nicely. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing at you. Is a BBC article that um, I saw last week, um, which basically, so the headline reads, I mean, it's a weird band name. <laughs> um, <laughs> Produce Pandas, the plus-size musicians making waves in China. Um... Okay, so tune into any television show in China and it's likely that you'll be met with a picture-perfect celebrity. But musical act Produce Pandas, what a name, honestly, said to be the country's first ever plus-size boy band, a part of a new wave of celebrities viewed by audience as more relatable. Um, It comes as celebrities in China are being criticised for being image-obsessed and the government has announced a crackdown on effeminate male stars. Um... I'm not going to go more into it, mm. but it's just... I think there's a lot to unpack here. It is. Actually, there's actually, like, that, in that sense, those sentences, <clears throat> loads to unpack there. First of all, they're not plus size. Um, and if they were, great, but they're not. Yeah. They're just average. But I think it's really interesting because I, I immediately thought, oh my God, that's so bad. But actually, I think China and Japan have, like, a really thing with, like, thinness and perfection. So actually, for a country like that, obviously, for us, that would be ridiculous. Yeah. But there it is kind of groundbreaking. Yeah, and I think, like, it is that thing of... I think it's just, obviously, like you said, like, from us, where we live and mm. where we come from. And, and how far... Culture, yeah. Well, how far we think and then yet we bloody... Like, the picture of the five of them stands in there in these actually quite chic jumpsuits. Or the one that does look like a prison jumpsuit. Yeah. We'll, we'll ignore that one. Yeah. Um, I like the beige one. Yeah, um, anyway. I think the beige is the best one. That's like a spooking one. That's like a... Yeah, like, like military. Um, yeah, okay. I think the only one's a good one is a beige one. Okay, yeah, we'll just we'll stick to that middle guy. Um, but like, look at the picture of them. Like, they getting to us. They are not plus size. No, they are just. I don't even know what to say. They're just normal. Yeah, or they're, they're like just, they are what they are. Like by the street. Yeah. Like. Um, 
but I get what you mean. Like, obviously... I don't think it's an excuse. I just think it's an interesting examination of different countries' cultures. Yeah. And I also think it's really interesting that China are uh, cracking down on effeminate male stars. Two things. First of all, what the fuck? Second of all, why does weight equate to, like, effeminate male... Like, like they think because they're bigger, that means that they're not effeminate. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're saying? Mm-hmm. Or is this just, like, a coincidence of, like, who they're bringing out? at the same time do you know what and this actually links um to another article i read um alison hammond done an interview mm-hmm. and she actually said um part of it in it that when she lost a bit of weight people were actually nicer to her <gasps> and like i weirdly like when i lost all my weight a couple of years ago i did feel that either people were more people were looking at me mm-hmm. or not in that way but like more people were actually paying attention to me and i do feel there was like I was being spoken to differently. Really? Yeah, and I, I think it's it's weird because it's like, now I think I'm more confident in myself that I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Like, people treat me differently now because yeah. I'm just like, whatever, do what you want to do. Yeah. Um, but back then, yeah, like, I definitely felt like people were either looking at me, treating me differently, or just even, like, addressing me in a different way mm. than when I was a bigger size. Whether that was to my weight or not, mm. but that's the only common ground I could think of. So when, like, Alison said that and then... To then see this kind of stuff, mm. it's like, it's obviously you, you, when you think of those thoughts yourself, you're like, is it just me or mm, all that? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of, it's like reassuring in the way that loads of other people do feel like that as yeah. well. But effeminate male stars, like, what, what is the problem with that? Like, I mean, if we're going to go into China's problems, we haven't got enough time. But <laughs> like, it's just very interesting, like the idea of masculinity, again, that it's like, does that mean you should be a big burly man to be a man? Mm. Literally. Like... Because I do think, yeah, like, I, I think that's also one of like, the strengths of like these like K-pop stars of like China and Japan and Korea, that there are men in it aren't, like, they wear makeup or they're, like, really into fashion. So I think that's really cool. And that's a really, like, good forward step to then try and knock that back. Okay, it might include plus-size people. But then are you just subscribing to a traditional, like, idea of masculinity? Yeah, and it's also just, like, like the, the way they do the beauty and, like, the fashion and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, China's style is incredible. Like, mm-hmm. they are one of the most forward countries, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, but is that their, their way of conforming to that perfection yeah definitely of That's like true. having the perfect wardrobe having the perfect appearance yeah having technically the perfect like, personality and yeah. traits like yeah it's, it's when you think about it like that it's quite warped like yeah well, not it's, quite it's yeah very, it's very warped it's just <laughs> it's hard to like yeah but then I guess like you said for us being outsiders mm-hmm. we see that but maybe where yeah. they've grown up in that they probably don't see it as much of a thing as we yeah. do and people outside yeah and I think also like like it's almost like that's like what our country was like 10 years ago or something you know what I mean yeah like in like with like heroin chic and stuff like we've come a long way from that but that's only in the last like 20 years and even now obviously stuff is still happening with like Tilly and everything Mm -hmm. that just shows that like we actually haven't come as far as we thought we have completely and I think again like it's it does seem that it's always women's bodies are still being commented mm-hmm. on to like that extent yeah like um and it is like you you, you said it so well like you think you've come far but then you these things are still happening mm. but i always think it's interesting that this plus size band is male mm. and is that okay because they're men 
Whereas if where's the if it was a plus size where's women, the first female plus band? size produce pandas female? Like where's that band? I mean, where do they find? Also, the fact also the fact that they're called produce pandas. They mean I produce really, doesn't like food. I don't know. I really hope that's like a bad translation. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm like, if that's the case, you're not selling it really. No, you're not. <laughs> what am I going to call myself? Like, kebab whale. <laughs> Are you okay? Can we move on, please? Yeah. You... KFC Tiger. Oh, oh that's <laughs> a fun name. Maybe that be my drag name. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. KFC Tiger. Yeah. Like stripes. Oh my God, yeah. Wings. Red, white, for KFC colours. Oh my God. <laughs> Barking buckets for all. Oh my god, That's my number one single coming out soon, guys. Barking buckets for all. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, So, one bit of really sweet news, actually, is Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker Barker? are engaged. Yes, they are. After, like, 11 months of dating. I'm actually really happy for her. I'm really happy for her. (laughs) Just the one thing I've been loving have been all the memes about Scott. Oh, bless him. <laughs> and it's like, like, it's like no one else needs Adele's new album or Scott Disick. <laughs> oh, gosh. Maybe this is why Adele lined it up. Yeah, she, she, knew knew it was was she knew it was coming. Her and Courtney are on the phone. Well, She's her and Travis are on the phone. I've got you covered. Yeah, I just thought it was really nice. And like, the good thing is that I think Courtney's shown like you shouldn't wait around for someone. No, exactly. And I think, I was actually talking to some of the girls at work about this. And we're all like, oh god, what does Scott think, and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And it is that thing of like, they have been not on and off, but in terms of like yeah. the actual relationship, um, they've been very like loving and not towards mm. each other. And then I'm like, well, they've got a long history together, so yeah. like they have that connection anyway. Mm-hmm. But literally, yeah, like Courtney deserves this, I think. Like, yeah. and I think that this is almost what she needed. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I was used to be like, oh, I really want Courtney and Scott to get back together because. But actually, I think their kind of relationship is, like, the epitome of, like, a difficult relationship and, like, the ideal that, like, love is, like, a challenge and, like, you've got to overcome it. Whereas this seems like the very healthy... Maybe, maybe they're very intense, but, like, it's also just, like, a very... It seems to be very happy, very loving, very affectionate. Mm-hmm. And that's what we should actually all be striving for. It shouldn't be a challenge to be in a relationship. You should just be with someone that literally, like, fucking, like, is going to make an entire, like, wreath of roses for you on the beach to propose. Oh, God. Do you know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't set... And like, I think... Courtney's really proven, like, you don't settle, you move on, like, you can't wait for someone to change, because as Scott has shown, he isn't going to change. Mm. So why should she wait around? She's got now got her happy ending, hopefully. And it's also the fact, obviously, Scott's had his relationships, and obviously Courtney has as well. Mm. But I do feel like with this one, it does seem a genuine connection that these mm. two have. Like, I would never put them together. No. But maybe, like, opposites do attract sometimes. Yeah, I think, and also because they've been friends for ages. Mm. Which I think is always nice. The only thing I don't like necessarily like love is the fa- her whole like goth makeover. Honestly, I wrote a piece about this, and I was like, "Where's it come from? Like, all the leather, honey." Like, it's really fit, <laughs> but it's more like, "Are you fitting?" I can't tell if she's genuinely doing it because she's like, because it's like if you're just transforming yourself to what your man is like, is that necessarily good, or is she just doing it as like a sort of like PR-y thing? Yeah, like is she doing it to become that rock star lifestyle that like, he is? Yeah, or is or, she, or is she just doing it as like court publicity? Which if she is great. But... I mean, with the Kardashians, I suppose the other thing they do. Yeah, anyway. that's what I mean. I was like, I can't tell if it's like she genuinely is like doing this, or she's like, oh, let's play into the internet a bit more and like let's wear the leather pants and the black nail varnish just to get just to get some. Cut more... my hair off. Yeah, to get some. I mean, I think I, I like. I love, love her hair's mm. lovely. 
Uh, but then I did, I um, heard people saying as well that people think that they got married, um, they've already married in like, got like, I had like a Vegas wedding. Mm. Um, and then this is just them doing it for like the show. Oh my God. And I mean, it does seem like a very show proposal. Mm. But. But then I also feel like the way that like, I'm surprised Courtney wouldn't want her kids there for her wedding. But maybe they were what for a Vegas, Vegas wedding? <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, maybe. Are kids allowed in those? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm sure they are. Elvis, we, you know. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I feel like I can see Courtney doing that too fair because she like in the show she's very like fuck you all sort of thing. So I can yeah. see her being like, fuck oh, I'm just gonna get married. The only thing I can't see is her not having her kids there. And making that like a moment. Almost. Yeah, with like her fat like, yeah. that's the only thing I can't that's why I wouldn't believe it because I feel like she's such a devoted mum mm-hmm. that she wouldn't just be like, yeah, then fuck it, and like, here are my kids. I don't know. I'm too excited for her wedding. Oh my god! I really hope they do actually. Yeah. What sort of wedding do you think she'll have? I really hope she doesn't do like a whole like, rock star wedding just to like. I don't know. I think it's there's going to be different things. Mm. Like I can see her doing a whole like Christine queer and black dress kind of thing. Oh, I really fucking hope she doesn't do that. I mean, I feel like there's only one woman who could do that. And she's already done that. Yeah. And that is the one and only Christine Queen. <laughs> yeah. Like I just don't <laughs> think it's like I think, yeah. Or maybe, like I, I don't think she'll do a massive wedding. But then I was just sort of engagement. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe she. Yeah, would. Is that, that's what I feel. Because it's not a whole like poosh lifestyle <laughs> to be like excessive. Yeah. But then I'm also like, mm, but then that proposal was very excessive. And with Chris as your mum, you're gonna buddy everything. Yeah. Around, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go to that wedding. Good. I, bet it, I think it's gonna happen soon as well. Like, I don't feel like they're gonna wait long. Mm. I feel like they're just gonna get to it. She was pretty nice. Yeah, like, I'm happy for her. And his kids seem to really like her as well. Exactly. Like, it's just, just like, he seems really nice. And, like, when I remember him, he was in the Kardashians once, and he seemed really, like, chill and nice and... Fingers oh, crossed. Oh, Courtney. Um, one thing we don't have our fingers crossed for... Ah, uh, this is not happening. This cannot happen. Um, <laughs> is rumours of Little Mix breaking up. Mm. Um, imminently, basically. <laughs> but aren't they releasing a new album? Yeah, I think that's going to be their last one. More as like a goodbye album. Yeah, and I said to go, but I've got tickets for their tour next year. That's what I mean. I feel like because then that t- those tickets are for the previous, this... previous album. Yeah. So then surely, because like, they're not going to cancel that tour because that's a lot of money that they're going to lose. No, it's not be their farewell tour. <laughs> I know. That just gets me emotional. But I find, I find when they do that sort of thing, it's really weird because then it's like, we all know it's like, I don't like farewell tours because no, you might come back in five years. Yeah. And no. you're like, hi again. I don't know why they'd break on. Because apparently, Perry, obviously, is oh, just rumours. Yeah. Um, apparently, Perry was going to quit before Jesse did, mm. like, two years ago. Yeah, like I don't know why, though. Why would you I don't know if I believe that or not. I don't know whether I believe that. I can't tell. Like, I know these rumours, they don't come from nowhere. But, like, this one kind of does feel like it's come from nowhere. But I also do think, I do almost, like... As much as I don't want to see it, mm. I can see it happening. Yeah. Like Leanne's got her film coming out, just in all mm. her, um, like her documentary and all that sort of like yeah. the empowering stuff and all that really good protesting and yeah. her right stuff. You've got Jade obviously doing her like solo projects of like Skinny Dip and then mm. she's got her, was it Makeup. Beauty Bay? Yeah, it was Beauty Bay, the palette. Um, which looks incredible. And I feel like Perry, I could almost see her, I mean, I don't know if she would. Like, I could definitely see her doing that musical theatre. Like, her voice is yeah, so Yeah, but I don't want them to do that. They're, I know. She's caught no offence to musical theatre, but she's not there yet. No, no, no. They're, like, like, just, they're such fucking superstars. I can't imagine going to see, like, I don't know, like, Wicked and she's playing bloody Glinda. No, no, she's not no, there. No. They're too cool, they're too cool <laughs> for that. But, like, what I, I just feel like 
I don't understand why like you can't be in the band and not also do those other stuff. But like, why can't you just have a break? Yeah. Or like, like, why do you have to break up? Why can't you yeah, just take like, a prolonged period? Yeah, like on maternity leave. I mean, technically, like the Saturdays, they never broke up. Mm. They were just like pursuing their own stuff. Mm. They still haven't broke up, and I'm still rooting for them to come back together. <laughs> I'm still holding out for them to come back. But I just don't want. I just think that's so cool, and I'm sad if they like. Yeah, Jesse got to be successful. And when I saw that she was at number two on like the UK top forty chart, and I was like, number two, <clears throat> not number one. Yeah, of course. Oh, good old hotel was there. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's hope it's not true. Mm, I really hope not. <gasps> to cheer us up, good news. Go quick. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Hang on. Uh, where's it gone? Okay. Oh, I don't know if I'm okay. So it's from today. No, it's not the site today. Um. <laughs> And it's 21 historic first for women, for women in 2021. I've seen this. Oh, all right. It's brilliant though. Go on, go, go. Uh, pretend, you, pretend you haven't seen it. So it's basically <laughs> a full list of like all the times that we fucking smashed this year. So there's been Kamala Harris, who was the first female vice president in January. Jill Biden, who was the first first lady, I think, to like keep her job. Yeah. Which is weird, because I thought Hillary was doing stuff, but never mind. There's, like, NFL stuff, um, which I don't really care about NFL, sorry. <laughs> Simone Biles, Chloe Zhao, the first, um, oh. yeah, that the director. Um, who else? Viola Davis. Um, Wally Funk, who was the oldest, the oldest woman to take off. And going to space. Yeah. Oh. Sarah McBride was the first openly transgender state senator sworn in in January this year. Yes. Like that's Beyonce. Okay, Beyonce's done does everything. <laughs> Beyonce's just on everything. Um, so. MJ MJ Rodriguez is nominated yes. for a primetime Emmy Award. Um, like it's it's just like yeah, it's a really good list of like weightlifting and sports and. Like, it's not like a certain type of no, it's like around the world, woman. yeah, yeah, everything. And I just think it's really cool that, um, yeah, we're just carrying on breaking boundaries. And it's sad that some of them are happening in 2021 for the first time, but <clears throat> we focus on the positives. We, we move, it's mm -mm, fine, it's fine. I mean, it's not, but it's fine. But I think it's nice just to. It's nice to have them as like little reminders because like you do, mm. like, <clears throat> you sometimes just think of like what's happening like now or mm. stuff like that, like, you don't really take time to like reflect on the year. Mm, yeah, definitely. And like when you see all of those names and like what they've done and everything mm. and what they're doing, mm. it is like, okay, like some good has come out of this mm. year. Like there, are, there is good news out there, people. Yeah, and like um Jojo Siwa was the first dancing on uh Dancing with the Stars, mm -hmm. like same sex partnership. Like we set that trend last year, just saying. Mm -hmm. Was it last year? Yeah, it was last year because it was COVID. We've got Jane, it's Katia and Nicola. Mm. So, what brand do we have this week? Um, so, the brand we have this week is called Birdsong. They are a fashion brand. Fashion baby! Um, and Vogue wrote a really nice piece on them about the story behind the brand. Mm -hmm. um, and just a little bit about them. Uh, Sophie Slater and Sarah Beckett started first song in 2014, inspired by the skill and creativity in women's community groups and with the shared vision of building a brand that promised no sweatshops and no Photoshop, which we are all about. Yes. Um, the team believe in creating beautiful, sustainable clothes that empower the wearer, the worker and the community that binds us all together. Um, and their clothes are actually quite cool. Like, it, I feel like 
not I don't mean this in a negative way. I mean that's from two years ago. Okay, that's from two years ago. Um but like the clothes on like the website when you like go through, like mm. the patterns are actually mm. quite quirky and they do the patterns in like like this worker jacket with the trousers. I actually really love that look. Mm. Like I would wear that. Yeah, that's very cool. Um I mean it's not cheap, but I think it's worth it. It's when not you're... cheap. But I think like it's ethically ethically oh my god. Ethically sourced. Mm. It's like sustainable. And I do I as much as I don't really like splashing my cash that much. Mm. Not that I have much of it. <laughs> but it's the thing of like I do I do think as I've grown up, especially like with beauty products as well, mm. the more you do spend, the better quality you do get. Mm. And I think also that this is like you're paying for like making sure it's not made in a sweatshop and stuff like, and that is like worth every penny. Exactly, like if you can afford it. The models they've used on the website are so diverse. They also do really nice jewelry. Yeah, jewelry. That's and a really cute ring. And the jewelry is actually quite affordable. Yeah, oh my god, I love that one as well. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, they got like footwear, but yeah, I just I like went on it and I, the diversity of the models caught my eye at first. Yeah, definitely. Um. But I just love the sustainability that they do, and you can mm. um, meet the makers, so it's quite... What's the word? I don't know what the word you mean. You can, like, trace it back oh, to Oh, actually, the journey and yeah. stuff, yeah. So, like, the garment workers. Um, oh, my God, there's two little nans. Knit and Natter. Oh, look at them. Um, but, yeah, you can literally just see the whole behind the scenes, which I really like as well, so they're quite... What's it, not translucent? Yeah. Tra- no, transparent. That's it. Not translucent, they're not see-through. <laughs> you get the gist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is Birdsong. Make sure you check them out. So, book of the week, what do we have? Um, so, I finished this week Conversations on Love by Natasha Lunn. So, Natasha is, I think, the features editor for Red Magazine. Um, and it's basically a massive, not massive, it's about finding love, sustaining love, and what happens when you lose love. Mm. And it's, she talks to loads of different people, like Jolly Alderton, um, Diana Evans, Roxanne Gay, Lisa Tadeo, um, Elaine de Botton, um, and about their experiences of love and stuff. And it's everyone like sharing like their knowledge and their wisdom their experiences of heartbreak, falling in love, like surviving like a parent dies. And it's not just about like romantic relationships, but like siblings, friends, family. Oh, cool. And it's really nice just like to hear those people's like different experiences of love and what they've learned and stuff. And she like opens each like chapter with like her own experience and like Oh that's cool. Uh, yeah. So it's like each person covering a different She'll do, kind of love so, or that they could just cover all of it. So they kind of do so it's it's three like big sections of like Falling in love, mm-hmm. sustaining love, and losing love, mm-hmm. and people bring in like different things. Their own like, little bits. bits, yeah, of like whether it's like falling in love um, with like friends and stuff, and like that sort of thing. Oh, um, that's nice. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just really nice. Like you wouldn't have to read it all in one go. Like you could like dip in and out, but it's just really, really nice to like hear different people's experiences of love and the beauty and the sadness and everything that makes a human experience worthwhile. Oh, that's <laughs> cute. Um, before we move on, I feel like I've got a book of the week, which I spoke to you about last week, and I'm so very nearly Did we not do this in the podcast? Oh, did we just do this on our own? I think we spoke about this Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> it is called The Power of Letting Go by John Perkis. Um, how to drop everything that's holding you back. And I'm so nearly finished it. I literally mm. started reading it, I think, last weekend. And I've just, I mean, it's not a very big book, but 
for me, <laughs> I've read quite a lot. Um, and I sort of started talking to Lydia about this um, last week after the pod because I was like, I'm going to start reading it. Mm. Um, and genuinely, <laughs> I don't, I'm not just saying this, um, it's one of the first books I've read that. Ever? <laughs> literally. Um, it's one of the first books I've read. But, like, I've genuinely taken so much from it, mm. and I, I'm actually practising. Mm. So it's kind of like a self-help help book, but it's not, like, it's not all confusing language. It's not, like, these weird words being said. <laughs> it's not all, like, psychological-based. Like, it's a very easy read. Mm. And there's, like, exercises in there to try and break stuff down, like, why you feel certain ways. Mm. Um, breathe, like, a breathing exercise, and just things like that. And, like, I've been using them. And it's also, like, one thing that I've learned is that I was telling you about was like he mentions this thing called stories mm. and about like it's still I still kind of get my head around it <laughs> but it's something basically that like the stories that you perceive mm-hmm. aren't your stories they're just things that your mind is saying about other people mm. but that's their story that's not your story so you don't need to worry about that kind of thing mm-hmm. um and then he also says about like you're not your body like so he talks like touches upon body mm, image yeah, yeah, yeah. um and mental health and that. And he basically says, like, you're not your body and you're not your mind. You're your consciousness. Mm. So, like, when you are having those moments of doubt or if you're feeling low, one, he says to literally let yourself experience it. Don't battle it. Mm. Like, deal with it. Um, and, like, if there's something that triggers it, like, to sit and, like, process it and find mm. out what first triggered that emotion from you or where you get that anxiety from... Mm. Um, from that first experience and then he was like the more you go over it and the more you address it and you tell yourself that story and that memory mm. it almost becomes boring <laughs> so then it loses that yeah. attachment that it has to it mm. and I've started doing that and I've, I've been thinking about things like work and also like personal stuff and that and like I do feel like a weird sense of like release yeah That's nice. it's so weird I've never had that with a book before Oh, I need to read it. It is such a good honestly, I really recommend it. Really recommend it. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> and then what have you been gifted this week as well? <clears throat> um, oh, I don't know which one to choose. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm ignoring you now. Um, I'm going to go for something that I don't feel I, a lot of people saw coming, but Megan Fox has obviously collaborated with Boohoo. Right. So I went along to a launch event on Tuesday night, um, and I got to choose some pieces from the collection. Um, and the week previous to that when the news was announced um that we obviously got the promo pic like the campaign yeah. images and all that I was looking through the pictures and I was like oh my god that is stunning that's nice that's nice yeah. that's nice um so I've got like a oversized like bomber jacket mm-hmm. um which is beautiful it's so cozy mm-hmm. I've got a white like silk satin shirt right. which is stunning and then Ooh. the piece that I really wanted um is like a glitter full glitter blazer Ooh. oh my god Honestly, it's beautiful. Because I was talking to Gable about it before I went, and I was like, I just really hope I have that blazer just so I can mm. see it in person. Yeah. And then I got there, and I was talking to the PR, and we were just like chatting away, and she was like, Come on, have one. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And I literally, I was like, oh, I love this blazer so much. And then I was going to get the trousers as well, but I don't know really my size in women's trousers uh, yet. Yeah, fair. Because um, obviously it's a women's collection. <laughs> um, so I need to suss my size out for that. And oh I didn't want to obviously try it on yeah, in the showroom with yeah. like a load of influencers and yeah, mini quite... celebs. Yeah, oh my God, that's so but, fun though. Yeah, it was just nice. It was, and now that bumped into old like friends that I hadn't seen for ages due to, you know, the C word. <laughs> um, 
So it's nice to always, like, catch up with people. It's just nice, it is nice to get back into that and yeah. doing that and seeing people and actually talking face-to-face rather than Zoom and Google Yeah, yeah, just, like, doing and... stuff and, like, yeah, getting gifts is very nice. It is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Um, we will... Oh, no, wait, that's not the end. <laughs> um, please share, rate, review. Really, really help us if you just, like, share it with a few people you know. Yes. Um... <clears throat> Please do share it. We need you to share it. Yeah, please. We'd love do. you even more if you shared it. Yeah. Um, even if you just repost our pictures on Instagram, which is Wind Down the Podcast, um, oh. you can also email <laughs> us at windownpodcast at gmail.com and you can tweet us at wind down underscore. Also, when I was watching Strictly last week, I found myself doing like a live tweet along on Twitter. Yeah, I saw. I enjoyed. And I was, I was like, like, I, I, was like, like I, I was like, this, we didn't agree to this, but okay. I just I tweeted and I was like, I'm doing this on the uh, podcast account. I'll, I'll go with it. One of the tweets did very well. Yeah, about John's peachy bum. Yeah. Oh, oh. that was a nice sight. Yeah, that was a nice um, <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, and please do... Uh, help us out by sharing it and telling everyone about it. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.